Welcome to another episode of Talking BS. We had a very exciting conversation with one Winston Arnold, Corey's old shipmate. I probably did not say that correctly. Is that right? Actually, it's 100% correct. 100% correct. Wow. When you, 100% correct, except for the small fact that when you call somebody a shipmate, they 100% think that you are cussing them to their face. Like, that is Ooh. not a term of endearment in any means whatsoever. So, you know, we used to, like, we have this joke, right? We would, like, mess with people, like, all right, you got that shipmate? And oh, like that was like the oh no, F you like right at the end. It's like buddy or pal. Buddy or pal. Oh, I'm, no. not your, I'm not your pal, friend. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of how that conversation well, goes. Winston, but when, yeah, when you great listen, shipmates. When you listen to this back, <laughs> when you listen to this back, I, I meant no ill will at all. I, I apologize. Um, but yes, uh, I, as I mentioned in the podcast, one of my favorite episodes was getting to know your kind of stories from the Navy. So to get these kind of unpacked and, and add some of them, add to some of those stories, it was just very cool. It was just very insightful. Uh, I thought we, t- we, we had some great dialogue about just the Navy in general. I thought we kind of zoomed out a little bit on that, which was kind of cool. And uh, it was just a great conversation overall. And it was fun just for, for me and Arnold, obviously, you know, we haven't got a chance to talk uh, or really connect or be together in probably four or five years. I mean, we've known each other for about 12 and uh, have, have, you know, been a part of each other's lives through some pretty major milestones. I mean, he was at the wedding. Uh, you know, he was there when I turned 21. Uh, he was there, you know, when uh, we really kind of kept going. I know. Uh, you know, through I, I credit the Navy for my time of growing up. Right. And that really made me who I am today and really advanced me so much in every avenue and every facet of my life. And Winston was one of the guys who was right there along uh, doing the exact same thing on his end. So it was it was great to kind of reminisce and kick back with an old buddy and just really catch up. We also uh, he had a lot of recap topics from our old episodes, which was really fun to go back and kind of revisit some of those old ideas. But as uh, as always, you can find us on our socials, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all of those. So sit back, relax, dive, dive, dive with the boys in the Navy with Winston Arnold. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Talking BS. <laughs> can't even, can't even do it. I tried so hard not with it. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Talkin' BS. I don't know why I do that, because I do it in the intro anyways. I'm not going to do that you anymore. You can hear it twice. It makes I, it special. Yeah, it's obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> it's very obnoxious. Um, all right. We are joined by a very, very special guest today. I'm going to let Corey introduce him. So a little over 10 years ago now, I guess it would be closer to 12, uh, me and this Wario-looking dude, uh, you have to, you have to uh, use his, you have, Don't forget to use his name. You I'm forgot, getting there. You forgot I, have, name. I have forgotten to say guest <laughs> names before. That is something I have done. Uh, but, you know, we uh, about 12 years ago, Winston Arnold and I, or as I knew him for the first probably year and a half, I don't even think I knew your first name was Winston for like, I was probably 18 months. Uh, I just called you Arnold for forever. Uh, but we served in the military together. Uh, had a lot of fun, a lot of adventures that I'm sure we will recant and kind of go into. Uh, we were both in the nuclear program uh, for the Navy. Uh, had served on the USS Alaska together for what, about two and a half-ish years, somewhere right around in there, uh, before uh, I got my shoulder stuff started and had to leave. 
Uh, and, but uh, a lot of great stories, uh, a lot of fun. I'm actually, I, I'm going to give you the the opportunity just right off the bat because I'm pretty sure I said this story on one episode and I can't remember which one. And if not, I'm going to say it now and then you can you know tell me that I'm wrong. Tell me the story about how you didn't know how to get an oil change. <laughs> so. Uh, I thank you for having welcome me to the show. on. Yeah, welcome to the show. <laughs> and, and welcome to the show. Um, You're on the spot. You, uh, you most definitely <laughs> did say this story. It was one of their earlier episodes, and I was because I started listening to you guys, and I heard it, and I was like, "Oh no, he's going to tell that story." <laughs> um, which I want to say one thing about that. Um, you actually made it sound better for me because it <laughs> makes it seem like I'm ignorant of the fact that I needed to put oil in my car. Or have no oil change? I don't know. I absolutely knew that I needed to change the oil. I just put it off for so long and put it off and put it off. No, no, here's the thing. I had actually started to convince myself that maybe I didn't need to. <laughs> like, here's the thing, right? Up to the point, up to the point of of it actually breaking down, that car drove smoothly. There was no problems, no nothing. And then all of a sudden, no, you had it was a brand new car, right? So it, it, uh, it, it was no, it well. wasn't brand new when I got it. It was a two thousand eight okay. Mazda six. Hey, hey, I drive a um, I drive a two thousand fifteen Mazda six. There you go. Hey, great car. Hey, um, very, it drove it drove until it literally seized up. But like that's that's <laughs> what, that's the thing, right? It, it drove please, smoothly. Please refresh the audience with the story yes, if you yeah, don't yeah, mind. Yeah. Okay, Make yourself so look as dumb story, as possible because I'm all for that. <laughs> I mean, no, the, the, the story, story is here's what. So I'm, I'm driving back to base because actually I lived on base at the time in Kings Bay. I'm driving back to base from a, a weekend with you know weekend back home basically, um, and I'm down just south of Savannah, and uh, yeah, um, because I hadn't changed the oil in my car. Uh, there was no oil left in it. And um, as I said, it was driving smoothly, and all of a sudden, the dashboard just lit up like a Christmas tree. <laughs> and uh, it, it basically cut off. Now, here's the, here's the lucky part about that was when it did it, I was still coasting down, right? And I was, there was an exit that was coming up that I just coasted right into the exit. There was a gas station right off the exit that I just coasted right into that gas station and parked it. And then tried to turn it on, back on again. Did wouldn't do it, and uh, it uh, it never drove again. Fantastic. <laughs> so it no, had no that's, oil in it. No, there was none. There was none. There was um, none left in it. All right. So Beautiful. I I don't know if I've told this story on here, uh, but I did a similar thing, but not with the mechanics of the vehicle. This was around October of 2019, and I. <sighs> You know, I was working at hotels, very busy. I was going to law school. There's just a lot of things going on in my life. The nature of my car was really not one of them. I walk around the back of my vehicle in October of 2019, and I noticed that the little sticker on the back of that license plate says June 2018. A <laughs> couple months past. My tags had been expired for like 15 months or something like that, 16, 17 months. I, I finally go to the DMV. The fact that I wasn't pulled over for 15 months is unreal. Because it's like color-coded. The year, yeah. Like the whole year was wrong. So I pull up to the DMV and I'm like, hey, let me do a, update my tags. 
and I hand it to him, and the lady literally chuckled at me. She like kind of <laughs> laughed at my face, and I'm like, yeah, I, I, I don't know how I didn't get pulled over. I drive every day in this car, every day. <laughs> And uh, so, they made me pay for two years. So that was the end of that story. Uh, my yeah. car still runs fine, though. And I do put, I do put oil in it periodically. Um, yeah. No, I did the same thing as that van. Um, and I actually did get pulled over because, and he, he came up to me and he told me, he was like, hey, your, your tags are expired. I was like, no, they're not. And I went and I pulled the little thing out, out from my glove compartment. I looked at it, I was like, oh. Oh, shit. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and I was like, I completely missed that my bad i didn't get a ticket but i did have to go and pay for the, the yeah. basically two years they should be i mean they 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 should be understanding of that usually um it's usually the longest i ever went was like right at right in nuke school right like when we had those crazy schedules and like oh you God. just you didn't know which way was up anymore um we did rotating i just i couldn't deal with it and i went over like two months and I remember finally looking at one of the, the, you know, the EDMCs on whatever training more. I can't remember which one I was on at this point. But I was just like, hey, I, I've got to go deal with this. I'm sorry. I've just I've got to. I don't have a day off for like three yeah. months. So I, I've got to do something. And he was like, fine, but I'll make it happen again. Like, oh, yeah, don't worry. We're in the military. We'll waive it. Nice. They told me in South Carolina they would waive it for up to like six months or something like that if you were like oh, wow. in the military. I was like, I mean, yes. if you're deployed or out or something, that makes a lot of Can't sense. Can't help that. Um, all right. So, hey, back, let, rope, roping it back to the intro a little bit. Winston, very happy to have you on. Uh, Thank very you. Very excited for this conversation. Uh, as we have kind of teed it up ahead of time, we usually do an outline and everything, but. Uh, it sounds like you and Corey haven't talked in a while, and you and I have not talked in a while, but we've had a, our, our paths have crossed a couple times since uh, I initially met you. So we're mm -hmm. just going to kind of catch up a little bit. Um, I wanted to preface by saying that one of my favorite episodes so far was Storytime with Corey. We did Storytime with Van and Storytime with Corey. Corey's was great because it was a ton of Navy stories that I'd really never heard, and like we're best friends. So. Um, I'm, Half I'm, of them, I don't think I was allowed to say. That's I just fair. did them anyway. No, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> We're not really allowed to talk about what we I did. I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear anything you shouldn't have I said. Think, I think <laughs> at the time, I think at the time we were averaging like 17 listens an episode, and three of those were like me, you, and our. Well, four of them are like me, you, and our wives. So uh, I wasn't. Too <laughs> We've gotten worried better. About that. We may want to take that down now, but uh, no. Anyways, <laughs> nah, uh, it's so fine. It's I, fine. I'm excited to kind of hear some of those old stories. Uh, but to kick us off. We always do a recap. So I know you've been kind of um, listening to some of our older episodes. Anything you want to weigh in on uh, to jump in on thoughts you've had on past topics? Anything? Please to say kick us hygiene. Off? Please say hygiene. I have so many things to talk about here. When it comes to hygiene. Um, Please so just go there. It's, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go even further with it. Actually, uh, there was a more recent episode you guys did where. It was, I think it was the one with your wife, Van, where she had talked about the, having to clean up the pee from the toilet, right? <laughs> yes. And then she, 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 she suggested that, you know, why don't you just sit down to pee, right? And Corey, I know you're going to, here's the thing, all right? I have five reasons why you should sit down to pee. <laughs> <laughs> why you should. Give it to me. I'm going to debunk them all. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> I'm going to start. I'm going to start at number five and work my way to number one, which so number five being the least likely to convince you. Number one being the most likely. So to you, convince you, you heard you. it. So you, you heard it here first. Talking BS. Why you should pee sitting down if you're a guy. Go ahead. I mean, all right. So 
The first one's just for me because, uh, so number five is just me. Uh, um, I live in a basement apartment, and so where I have it set up, I can actually, and I, you know, I live by myself. Yeah, I have a single bedroom, basement apartment. Where I have it set up, I can actually see my TV from my bathroom. <laughs> nice. So That's if only I, if acceptable I sit down, if there is a college football game going on. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I sit down, I can kind of lean a little bit and see what's still going on. So that's just me, right? I didn't expect that one to come in. What are for? Okay. Now there's hey, football on your Corey, phone. Corey, there's all these things. Eli got, Manning did this. Corey, you got to catch up on your rom-coms while you're sitting right. down. And apparently, to pee, I do. Okay? You can't miss. I apparently, any, really can't miss do. Any scenes Dude, of your rom-coms? Dude, nailed some rom-coms in the Ted Lasso. I was nowhere close. You were great on that. You were great on that episode too. We appreciate you joining us for for Ted Talk. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right, so number, number four. Number four. All right, there's, I, I can't confirm <laughs> it. I should have looked it up. Number four. <laughs> I should have looked it up, but there is something to do with like health benefits of it. I think it has to do with your prostate health. I don't know. I just heard poop. it before. It's a squatty uh, potty, hey, bro. If we were looking for a non doctor, we would have called Tyler King for this. <laughs> right. <that's true>. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so, well, that's actually, that's actually so into number three, right? Have you ever had to take a pee and you're standing up to do it, but then you realize number one actually oh. is there going to be a number two? Oh, yes. If you're yeah, sitting I down, mean, there's no transition. Yeah. You just go straight okay, to but it. That's, that's such a minute chance of happening. Uh, like, that's, that's happening one out of every 7,000 pees. I mean, because you think about it. You, pee, <laughs> okay, you, you yeah, probably yeah. pee, like, what, three or four times right. a day, right? If you really kind of yeah. stack these things up. Fair, fair. I'll get out of here with that noise. But, but, okay. but right. five, four, three, but, but done. Hold on, I'm not done with that one. Have you ever tried to cut off the stream, though, Corey? <laughs> oh, it's impossible. That is that's impossible. A pain. It's impossible for a it's man. Really hard for, for a man. Dude, have you? A, all right. So have you ever tried this? Where like, you literally like pinch the shaft to try and stop it, and <laughs> Corey, like it no, still like kind of squirts. No, is that too far? Too far? Okay, my bad. <laughs> okay. All right, good. Number two, <laughs> Corey. Okay, number two. Corey, number two. All right. We talk about we talk about poop on here, but we don't talk about. All right. It gets me every so, time. Number two, all right, is you know, speaking I mean, of, speaking of everybody two. has to, <laughs> everybody two. has to, everybody has to pee in the morning, right? You know, and I don't know. It's the first thing I do when I get up. Okay, every day. Like, it's hard to aim. We know this. It's dark. Okay, your eyes aren't so working yet. There's yeah, there's no cleanup if you're sitting down. You just go right in. You know, it's no cleanup. Get no a nothing, bigger, no get fl- a bigger target, man. Why you got a tiny ass toilet? Like no, no mess, no fuss. All right, that's all I'm saying. All right, okay. And number that's one, your most valid wood yet. I'll give you that. That's your most is, valid wood yet. No, no, here comes. No, here it no comes. this one, this one's the one. This one's the one right here. Number one, the toilet seat will always remain down. Oh, dude, no, I've got a weird habit with that. I've got a weird, I don't, I don't, I no longer, all right, so here's my, I have a thing about this, all right, I don't put the toilet seat down, I put the toilet seat and the toilet cover down, because if I have to lift something up, you have to lift something up every time you go to, all right, it's a, this is a democracy, everyone will be lifting, and everyone will be putting everything down, no. every single time, that no, has been my go-to, dude. oh, dude, yeah, I figured this out at like 20, dude. I was like, you know what, this isn't right, everybody's gonna lift something up if they gotta go in here, everybody. Corey's yeah, talking about I've lived with that one for 10, 11 years. C- commode equality here. <laughs> yeah. That's it. It's going to be my Senate um, campaign slogan. Corey, Corey, <laughs> hey, Corey, I love little glimpses into your personal life. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my God. That's, that's the five reasons. Um, I know I probably wasn't going to convince you. I, like I only do it about hey, 50% like of the time Solid. anyway. You just made Kimberly's day Solid. wherever she is. Yeah, I, I figured I would, I would have done that at least. Um, so, okay. 
But past that, um, I actually just re-listened to this episode that you guys had today because I wanted to get these down. Um, it was, I think it was like the reintroduction or something like that, yeah. or let's start a podcast, or I think yeah. was what it yeah. was. We just more. recapped the beginning, yes. You recapped the beginning, and you did, and you kind of talked about all of your... Um, your like inside jokes and stuff like that. Yes. Which, yeah. by the way, should all be t-shirts. They, um, hey, <laughs> they should be. We're getting there. Chime, We're getting chime, there. chime um, time. Chime time. The chime, sliding I think scale. With the, is it chive? Was it chive on? Yeah. Are we? I chive don't know on. if it's close. That's that's where that's where this t-shirt comes from. That's where this t-shirt comes from. Big on chive, man. Weston yeah. was all about it. The KCCO, yeah. man. Yeah. KCCO. I still have. I I have so many shirts, so many jackets, all of this stuff. In there. <laughs> dude, you had like a bunch um, of beer koozies too. Oh that's yeah, awesome. I, dude. I I still collect those. I have a whole freaking nice. box of them. Um, I want to get into yeah. uh, the shot creations later. Uh, I want to want to start talking mm. about that. But yeah, so, sorry. Here we'll, we'll yeah. go back. Sorry. The, the so, intro joke stuff. So, but yeah, no. You know, your chime time, your sliding scale, be the ripple. Should all be t-shirts. And one, I don't think you may have thought of. I need a Jimmy Grimes fan club t-shirt. Oh. <laughs> all right. I need to make a Jimmy Grimes Twitter account. That's what I need. To do. Right? We do need a Twitter. Do we need a? We need something. We're gonna get sued by James Grimes though. <laughs> Winston, this dude can, is coming after. Can you us. be our ghost account for Jimmy Grimes? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even have a Twitter myself. Nice. Like, <laughs> I feel that. Jimmy oh, Grimes man, fan funny. club, though. He is the yes. He's the I hero mean, and the villain whenever we hero want to use him. I love it. And you're right. You James, guys haven't talked about him in a while, James, so I had to bring him up. James Grimes, he James is Grimes. pissed off somewhere when he <laughs> <Someone>. runs across <laughs> this. Oh, Dude, that's a great anyway. one. Those are, those are really good. Those are good. Yeah. I like so that. that's all I had for I like recap for you guys. Oh, that's beautiful. Well, that's beautiful. Glad, glad you've uh, jumped in this with us. I, you know, I've had so much fun, uh, obviously, teeing it, kind of tying it into that. Uh, Corey and I just talked usually once a week anyway, so this has just been kind of a continuation of that. The one thing I've loved most recently is all of our guests, like reconnecting yeah. with you know Daniel Erickson, who lives in Sweden, who I hadn't talked to in like eight years. You're on Preston here Bush. now. Yeah, Preston Bushy. Um, a lot, we've had a lot of guests, but I've really enjoyed I've loved all of them get, getting to know... Uh, are getting t- to reconnect with with old friends or people that come into your life because you know life changes a lot. You you go through different phases and obviously we'll talk about the Navy today a lot, but you know whether that's sports teams or jobs or whatnot. And sometimes people come in and they come out, and, and it's been really cool to kind of reconnect with some some people. Um, we just recently had a uh, a pet pod episode uh, with Kendall Chanel, who straight up. I haven't seen since like lower, like lower school, middle school. I can't even remember, but it's been forever. Long time. And we had a great conversation with her. So just, it's just been really fun to reconnect. So here, here we are with another one. And uh, I will give you, I'll, I'll do a quick intro from my take because I've only really interacted with you twice, three times maybe. Three times, I think. C- Corey's wedding was the first. I believe. Nope. No, Jack- was it the Jacksonville? First? No, Jacksonville. Jacksonville was the first. Was okay. then it was Nobody remembers away. that one. Brad. Nobody remembers the Jacksonville doesn't. trip. Well, there were there were adult beverages. We were of age at that point, so that was good. Um, yeah. Step one. Texas A and M game was rough. We lost. Brad does not remember me at all, but I do. I do remember you at that. That's true. So it is three times. And then Corey's wedding, yeah. which was an absolute blast. We did a little bachelor party thing too, and then. Yeah. Um, 
Brad's I wedding. took shots with Brad's your dad. Wedding. And then Brad's wedding. <laughs> and then Brad's wedding. Yes. That was the last time we saw each other. That was we the last have, time I've seen Corey, actually. We have a lovely photo yeah. together uh, of us all dressed up in suits, looking very nice. And that was a really fun yes. uh, really fun night. Beautiful wedding, Brad and Mallory. Congratulations. I think it's been like she five years now. She just finished her master's degree. She did. I think we're going to have Brad. We're going to have Brad on at some point too, by the way. And he is, I think he's going to be a hit because he is one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life. No telling where that's going to go. Speaking speaking of uh, coach beard being the most interesting man in the world, Brad's pretty interesting himself. I love Brad. So, um, I think, uh, I think it's actually a great segue though to, you know, we talked about the beard and lasso, right? So when I first moved, uh, to, uh, to Jacksonville, when I got stationed down there, uh, Brad was the first one that came out to me, right? Because he's a Bama boy. Obviously he heard that I was a Bama boy. So he immediately came to me right at first. Now, before I got there, there was a little Batman and Robin, Ted Lasso, Coach Beard uh, team already on the boat. Uh, and that was yourself, obviously, and Brad. Uh, and so mm-hmm. then you and I became quick friends, kind of in that same. We were, we were the new tripod, uh, pretty much, well, uh, as yeah. it would go. And for, I don't for know the if you remember. While. I don't know if you remember when we, when we started hanging out and stuff like that, we became Facebook friends and realized we had a lot of friends in common because of where yeah, you, true. yeah, because you went to um, Lakeview. Um, yep. And that's in Gainesville, Georgia, where I live or where I grew up, and I live there now. Really small world. That's crazy. Yeah, that's really crazy. small world. We had a lot of the same so, friends. We probably actually had a few parties in high school together, um, but so hydrated, just couldn't remember who all was there. Uh, all, all of the we, we probably met each other at some happened. point. That's so yeah, cool. we don't funny. Know. How life happens like that? You see somebody yeah, and it's crazy. like, how did I not meet you before? We were in the same right. place for. Yeah. All right. So, a, yeah. <laughs> a, so a tripod is born, and uh, what under what circumstances are you guys meeting? Are you guys on base at this point? Are you doing? What are you? Are you training? Are you guys on a boat? Where? where what are you guys we're, doing at that at that time? We were on the boat, the USS Alaska. Um, Brad got there first. I got there after Brad, and then Corey was the third person to get there. And when I got there and I met Brad, he kind of we we became good friends just because we. We liked a lot of the same stuff, except for our college football team. I'm a Georgia boy, <laughs> so uh, uh, go dogs. Um, but that's, that's okay. as he says, with Vans in an Alabama shirt, and behind me right now are like 47 <laughs> Daniel A. Moores that are all oh. Alabama. There's actually one that's called I, the, the need Blackout to go? that's here. Do you want me to show you the blackout where we beat you guys oh, like 31 no, 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 no. with Julio catching one over the no. – I mean, I'm, look, I'm just saying. I'm just look, throwing it out there. We, look, we the national say. championship a few years ago is enough pain, all right? Oh, dude. <laughs> Second and 26. For, I got that no, one, too. Oh, God, I know. You want to see that one? I got that one, too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, for as joyous of a moment as that was for us as a fan base, that had oh. been just excruciatingly painful. God. How you feel, how you feel Kirby and the boys are going to do this year, though? Y'all look – y'all listen – Daniels is legit, all right? Y'all got, y'all got oh. the most proven quarterback, I think. There's a – I want to say this uh, as, as – I, I forgot about this as a callback. So y'all talked about the, uh, the whole um, college football and um, them getting – being able to get – The NIL. Yeah. 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 So JT I'm, Daniels – Chime time, ooh, baby. Chime time. Chime time. I have a special one for this. Hey. <laughs> I like it. I like it. A little bit of bourbon. At a fantasy, um, fantasy draft party last night, which will throw us out of chronological order and time and space, but um, space time continuum. for whenever space time continuum. <laughs> uh, I, I'm drinking water tonight. Yes. Mm, good for you. Uh, All right. So, yeah. but anyway, nil. Jake. 
JT and Daniels has signed a six-month exclusive NIL trading card deal that pays him $100 per signature. Uh, ESM, which is repping him, says 50% royalties on signed and unsigned cards, and it could reach seven figures. He plans to share half his earnings with his teammates. Oh, dude, oh, that's, that's great. smart. That's great. That's super smart. Because we, we asked Hayden about that, and like, what would you do if you're the QB and you got your O-line? Like, I think that's genius. That's smart. Yeah. So That's I just awesome. wanted to say, you know, shout out to him. Hey, he's but, a yeah. looking mustache person. So there you go. You guys got that. Hey, love the mustache. Love the mustache. Oh so, man, I just like I just remember so vividly you growing this thing underway, and it's literally like five hairs. Like, dude, mm, it was so bad. And, I mean, you knew it was bad. Was, That's why you grew. Oh it. yeah. That's why I did because oh, yeah, it was the so goatee. The little, oh, the little yeah, goatee would too. come with it, nice. but that's all that would ever grow. Like the sides of my face would never grow. I wouldn't shave, and that's all I would come back with was just a mustache and goatee combo. Hey, I, I just nothing going on here for me. So I, I feel you. It's not great. Um, this is actually I actually trimmed the mustache today, right? It so looks good. it looks good. You so got a rock it um, You and Daniel, oh, yeah. you and Daniel Erickson have best mustaches on the pod so far. Yeah, for sure. So, so again, though you're on when you say you're on the boat, it's a submarine, right? Mm-hmm. So, are you are you going out on it and it comes back periodically, or like you're just working on it in at at the dock? I, I don't know. I so know nothing. Pretend we, I know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I mean, what happens is the type of submarine it is, right? We have two different crews, right? So one crew will take the boat out um, for deployment, right, and the other crew will stay in and kind of do an office job a little bit. Uh, training and stuff like that and then when that boat comes back the crews will switch gotcha. right and the other crew will take over the boat they'll do a maintenance period and then it gets deployed right so not only were me and Corey on the same boat we were also on the same crew um, gotcha so but yeah no and yeah. then we would go out for a few months and then come there back were times, right if like stuff is super broke uh, we come in and we do a dry docking period where like it's it's mm-hmm. there and like both crews work on it for like six to nine months and then one crew <sighs> will take it out right so there definitely is those things dry docking suck everybody hates them but oh it is what it is um, yeah and but yeah so Winston and I are on the same crew so by the time I got there Brad was fully qualified you were pretty close to being fully qualified so we had to qualify on the boat every everything right so when you are on a submarine you don't have, and I think I've talked about this before but you don't have what are referred to as damage controlmen or DC men. And they're basically your firefighters. They're the guys that respond if something happens. On a submarine, you're it. Like, and yeah. you're under the water, so you could die faster. So you yeah. better know at the ins and outs, what every pipe does, what every valve does, what you do if there's an oil leak, what do you do if there's a flood, what do you do if there's a fire, what do you do if there's a fire in this specific component? We were, what do you do if the reactor decides to blow up? Like, okay. you have to know how to do everything. From yeah. every person's job to, you know, to a degree. Um, to a degree. And so Winston was just about qualified when I got there. And then I had to get qualified. But Winston would get in trouble. And it was great. So when we weren't out on the ship and we were the, the crew that was, you know, uh, I guess in training and doing stuff uh, at base. When you weren't in trouble, you got a four-day week. And it was yeah. great. And then if you kind of sucked or you were in trouble in some regard, you had to show up on Fridays. You had to put in a certain amount of hours of, of some kind of work or some kind of, you know, hey, I'm getting these checkouts. I'm talking to whoever about this. And, dude, without fail, at least for the first few months I was there, I never showed up on a Friday. I never did. 
Winston is there every single Friday. So we're like, hey, bud, oh. we're going to go do this. We're going to do that. He goes, yeah, I can't. I got to go in. Oh, okay. Why do you, you got to go in? <laughs> well, I'm behind on my checkouts. I didn't do this. It's like, I mean, <laughs> well, so the problem was, the problem here was, is that, uh, yeah, I was getting in trouble, but it was, I was getting in trouble because I should have already been fully qualified by that point, and I wasn't. I was, you know, dragging my feet a little bit on it, and so they were like, just they were like really just trying to get me finished, so they didn't have to worry about me anymore. Um, and I, I will say, yeah, I, I dragged my feet a little bit on, but I turned it around. Right after I did get fully yeah. qualified, I. I really, I really took into you know getting better at my job and becoming the best reactor operator that I could be, and I was. Um, no, and I, your favorite job though was definitely not that. Your favorite job was reactor technician when you would get yelled at because you would never be where the hell you were supposed to be. You, so the, the engine room has three different levels, right, in a submarine, and there are only two people that can legitimately walk around. All right. They're called it's an area electrician aft, which is like the first watch station that any electrician nuclear guy uh, qualifies. And they 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 have to go across the entire uh, engine room. Right. And then mm-hmm. there's the reactor technician uh, for Winston's job. That's that's the first thing that he qualified. And so he would qualify that. And they have one piece of equipment in, in engine room middle level, one piece that they go in there. You know, they check on. You know, every now and then just to make sure everything's right. And by that, I mean literally like every seven days go down there and check on it. That's what they're supposed to do. Well, you don't have anybody to talk to. No one's out there with you. You can't do anything. So every time we would try to call him from maneuvering and like, all right, hey, reactor technician, can you go look at this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. He was never there. He was always in the engine room middle level talking to one of our mechanics down there, like just shoot the shit, hang it out. Like never where he was supposed to be. Like, dude, what are you? I have to check on this. You checked on it for the past three hours. The past three hours I have called you and this is where you are at. What are you doing to me? It was, it was, it was I got so joke. bored. It was so funny. I got so bored that I just needed human interaction and yeah that's where I got it from I just went down there um but so like that was a spot that like a lot of people could actually end up meeting up so it was there because I could get down there then you know the auxiliary electrician after the core was he could get down there you had the guy that stand watching that level he was there then you had the two other mechanics the roving mechanics um well no one roving mechanic and then like the supervisor like they could all go there, and then at one point, I think every single person that could be there was in that area, <laughs> and yeah. we were just like, and we sat there for like a couple hours, I think, and just talked and bullshitted. Chief Fortner, <laughs> dude, Chief, Chief Fortner was like, yeah, de- yeah definitely Chief Fortner. He care. didn't care. I don't care. He didn't care. All right, so uh, so you're you're on and off the boat every every now and then and everything. What 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 are some of the best times you guys had? Uh, I guess stateside. Not when you're out. <laughs> All right. Oh, I'll give you this one. This, Day, one, days this off, one. Days off. Days off. Little right, got, shenanigans. Uh, give me some shenanigans when, you're, when you're back home. Shenanigans. Okay. One is not that bad, but it's what it was something that we did. Usually when we had one. about a, okay, we'll get there. <laughs> when we had like a, you know, a three, four, five month break and we would be off by Thursdays because at this point we were good little boys and we were all qualified. Mm-hmm. So Thursday nights generally turned into sushi, sushi, sake, movie. Just about every yes. Thursday night. We did this every Thursday Dude, for probably, I mean, it had amazing. to have been like four or five months straight. Was, and it was oh me, God, me you, and Brad. We saw every movie that you could imagine. All so the rom-coms that I slept through. Yeah. We saw. <laughs> all right? Like, we saw everything. So Here's, what, what, here's what it was. 
Here's what it was, is that there was the, the place that we got our sushi and sake from right across the parking lot was the movie theater. And so we would go, go there, get the sushi, drink a boatload of sake, and then go to the movie to sober up. I have a, I have a question. We this, is a, this is a larger non, non-y'all question. What are your thoughts of drinking and then going to a movie theater? Obviously, you guys were pro, but I find that it's difficult because once you get in there, sometimes you've already broken the seal. And then you're going. Oh, listen, we, we weren't there for the entertainment. We uh, were there, as Winston <laughs> just said. Like, we were just there to sober up for a couple of hours <laughs> and drive home. We were not there for the movie. You did, did say you slept, no. We, slept, we saw a bunch matter. of movies. <laughs> we saw a bunch of movies we'd have never seen if we weren't doing nope. this. And I couldn't even tell you about one of them. All right. Oh, like, God. No. Nope. That's just, nope. <laughs> that's just how well, it now, was. Nowadays, a, you, got a great full, you got a full restaurant in some of these movie theaters. Sure. You order burgers and stuff. If you remember where me and Brad lived, because me and Brad were roommates. If you remember where we, me and Brad lived, they opened up a movie theater there, right there across the street, basically, from those apartments. And uh, they served beer and wine in, for it. Oh, I'm aware. Um, <laughs> Danger. Danger will yeah, oh, happen. there that right. one night. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's you know, right. That story is the story that doesn't need to be set. That's nope, we aren't telling that story. All right, so that you said that wasn't the bad story. You said that wasn't the bad one. Give me the bad or story. One. Oh, there's plenty of there's plenty of bad ones, but the first one that Clint. popped into my mind, the first one was, and you mentioned the you mentioned Savannah, and I think that's probably why it popped in my head. The oh, Savannah no. trip, me, you, Brad, and, uh, and Reed. Uh, who who else? You're forgetting Holly. one person. Holly, my girlfriend at the time. Yeah, Holly, right? Wasn't that her name? Yep. Yeah, yeah. All right. So all of, we all like I rented out this uh, like Kapua suite, right? Uh, Kapua I don't even know suite. where in Savannah we were at. Like I had oh. no clue. But it's somewhere it was downtown. Awesome. Yeah, I, I couldn't find it again if I tried. Great town. But it was oh. it was awesome. Awesome. It had like place. a jacuzzi out on the patio. We had a full balcony. We had like a full view of the skyline. Dude, it was perfect. Three bedrooms. Like it was amazing. We we almost got kicked out of like. But uh, I personally oh, am no. really glad we didn't start with this one. Oh, yeah. No, for you, it was good. That was a, <laughs> it was a good trip for you. Um, all right. So we go to Savannah and we do what you do in Savannah, when, yeah. especially when you're like just of age and you can walk around with alcohol. Your early outside. 20s. Yep. And in the Navy. Come on. And oh, in yeah. the Navy. And that Disposable income. Are you kidding me? <laughs> It helps. Hey, um, Savannah, so Savannah has taken some casualties. Remember, this is where Cody's epic. This Co- Mr. S's, Mr. S's epic, you know, getting lost story happens. So do continue. This, oh, there are um, a lot of things about the night I don't necessarily remember. But I do remember we were sitting at, what was that bar? It was downstairs. Oh, um, I, I can't remember oh. But we're sitting there. But you go downstairs, and I've I've been I've been I went yeah. back a lot during my early twenties. <laughs> should know the name of this bar. Um, but so Brad is sitting next to me. Uh, Winston's talking with Holly, and our buddy Reed is just—he's a lightweight. All right, Ex- like especially for the Navy guys, he's a danger. huge lightweight. Like he just can't—he can't handle. And so he had a couple, and he was feeling a little froggy. So he decided uh, that Brad, who's the smallest of all of us, uh, was the person to pick on. Now, Brad will put up with some stuff, all right? But when you hit his line, he's done. And he, he'll warn you. Hard and line, hard when you line. hit that line, he is done. So he started coming up 
uh, Reese started coming up behind Brad and just like messing with him, like doing nothing. And like, I was like, dude, just, all right, we're done. Stop. Like, sit down. You, you need to shut up, sit down, order you some water. You need, you need to calm down. Pop down, do he less. Went, dude, wouldn't stop. <laughs> oh, down, no. He just wouldn't stop. He would not stop. And so Brad jumps up and these two start going at it. Right, we're we're in the middle of this bar. They're literally filming some like CMT reality TV show right next to us. Like we had to sign waivers. Like it was like some love show show. or something like that. Yeah, it's like yeah, country love, cousins only. I don't know what it was. Cousins (laughs) only. Get out of here. (laughs) It was something. It was something on CMT. I'm pretty sure it was some kind of love reality show. I'm pretty sure we're out there fighting in the background of some show somewhere. And they're going. They start going at it. Are we talking about fists? Are we talking about shoving? Uh, is shoving. I don't think any fists were connecting if they were thrown. Okay. But it was definitely a lot of shoving and, yeah. and stuff in the background. I jump in the middle of there it. Was... Winston jumps up. And so he, we convince Brad to stay with me, and Winston and Holly take Reed back up to the, the penthouse. Right? Gotcha. And so we all leave. And we think everything's okay. Uh-oh. I go to close out the tab. I turn around. Brad's gone. Oh, no. Brad has disappeared. People get lost in Savannah. <laughs> I can't find time. him. I, I, I close out. I'm calling him over and over and over again. I can't reach him. And finally, he picks up his phone. Hey, man, what's up? I'm like, what's up? Where are you? What, what, where are you right now? I need to get you. You are not in a sound state. Like, we, we need to go, oh, man, F Ashworth. F it. I'm like, okay, well, that's, we can deal with that in the morning. Like, that's, let's, just, let's just go home. Let's get in bed. Like, let's just, let's just be done. I finally find him. He's literally sitting in the back of a cab and goes, hey, it'd be $250. He'll take me back to Jacksonville right now. <laughs> Should I do it? No. No. You, no. You no, know, you should well, not no, do no, it. Bad. What are you doing? Let's not do that. Why would you? And the cab driver's like, I'm ready to go. The cab driver's like, like dude, two, of course he's he getting is. out of your car. He, you're not taking him. Like, two, I'm sorry. 235. He stopped you. Okay, I'll do it for 235. We're not doing it. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's negotiating. Okay, 215, that's the lowest I'll go. We're leaving right now. Close the door. Your friend doesn't know dude. what he's talking about. Close the door. We're going. It was like I had to like tell this guy that I'm pulling this guy out of his cab. He wasn't happy. He was pissed because I don't know how long Brad was just stalling him right there. There's no telling. And so finally I convinced him. He was like, dude, it'll be fine. Let's just get back. We'll deal with this later. <laughs> and then we go and get uh, – I was like, dude, let's just go get some food, right? And so we go to this pizza joint, and I literally got a pizza. It's the biggest pizza I have ever seen in my entire life. Oh, God. Like, they I, too. I'm talking, it's I mean, huge. I mean, three foot like, uh, in diameter. Like, it was it – was, ha- you have to walk out and turn it the box sideways. Like, you, you cannot walk through a door with this thing. Like, I'm, I'm not exactly. very descriptive. It is insane. And so we finally, we get that, and we walk back to the house, and I guess we're being a little loud. Uh, we, I, I put this giant pizza down on top of the island, and it took up the entire island in the kitchen. Reed is nowhere to be found at this point, so everything's okay. And so I put this pizza to be, be down. We already get a couple pounds on the door because I, yeah, I can be loud, I guess. I have been told. So I probably came in a little loud, a little overexcited. I had a big pizza. I was happy. There was no more drama. I thought everything was fine. And so we sat it down. And we already got a couple pounds. And then Winston comes out. Holly comes out. And everything's still okay. And then all of a sudden, Reed decides to just poke his head out. And just, oh. I don't even remember what he said. <laughs> But he, he said something. Price and you like, Brad about went over this <laughs> island, like throwing pizza. Dude, I mean, it no. was, he was all Was there a pizza casualty? Him. Pizza casualty? Oh, we saved it. We saved it. Okay, we saved okay. it. It was fine. 10 it second roll. 
10 second roll. <laughs> so it, it ended though with me having to sleep in the bed with Ashworth to keep him locked up in that room. And Brad had to sleep on the couch, which he had a bedroom, but what he had to sleep on the couch to try to keep these people separate. And then we get a knock at like 6 a.m. pounding on the door. Somebody at some point in the night had snuck out to the balcony, started the jacuzzi, and it was overflowing onto the floor below us. And so we got poundings coming in at like 6, 6.30 to wake us up. Oh, and no. I mean, we had been in bed like two hours. <laughs> and I mean, there's stuff everywhere. Oh, no. You know, I mean, it's, you know, four or five Navy guy. You know, like we were not the cleanest. Yeah. And it was, it was, it was bad news. We were asked to leave very shortly after. You're the, you're the bad Aaron B, Airbnb attendants, yeah. We, oh, we were gosh. at that point. Yeah. We were. Hey, yeah. so a uh, funny pizza story uh, tied into this. I think we might have told this one before, but it was your bachelor party, Corey. Uh, a couple days before your wedding, uh, Brad, um, you know, I think he'd say this. He goes hard or did. I think he still does. I don't know. We'll let him explain that himself when he comes on here. But uh, the next day we went to go, you know, do the you know retox retox recovery we got some food and brad ironically ordered a massive pizza we all start tearing into our food and poor brad is just sitting there hurting so bad and he's just staring at that pizza he he didn't take he didn't even there wasn't a slice that there wasn't yeah there wasn't even a slice pulled off of the pizza he just looked at it and he's like i can't i cannot eat right now (laughs) We, we all recovered. We, look, hey, we've hey, all been there, though. Hey, right? hey like, we we have, we have. But that, I'll I will very specifically remember that 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 pizza moment with Brad. All right, oh, so man. got a little rowdy in Savannah. Um, oh, there have been others. Can't say that hasn't happened before.